Hello and welcome to the Music Survival Guide, the independent musician's guide on how to survive in the music industry. My name's Phil, a mixing and mastering engineer with Vortis Sound Studios. I hope you're doing well this week. I'm alright, as I said uh, a few weeks ago as this episode goes out. I'm still in my old place and I'm preparing to move, so I'm kind of frantically recording a load of episodes and a few interviews actually. Uh, but they're all good and I hope you really enjoy them as they come out, because I'm putting a lot of I was going to say rush time, a lot of time into them, <laughs> a lot of condensed time, should we put it that way? Anyway, I thought I'd want to talk about social media and toxicity, fancy word. Uh, so social media is a funny thing because you absolutely need it to be a successful band in the 21st century music industry. I strongly believe that. I don't think there's any way around it anymore. And don't get me wrong, gigs are important and releases are super important, but your social media needs to be on point, it needs to be there, it needs to be good. And the problem with that, the challenge of that, is that as you grow and as you attract an audience, which you hope to do for obvious reasons, you can attract, I don't want to say the wrong sort of people, but people who are going to criticise you and make comments which you're going to find perhaps challenging. And I think knowing how to react to those comments is a really, really important thing. You know, social media can, if you're not careful, really, really damage your mental health. You know, people take social media fasts, social media breaks, whatever you want to call it, just time away from social media to kind of recover and not see all the negative news and all the, the comments and the criticisms and things like that. And I think, you know, doing something like that, like having a bit of a time away from social media is a super valid and super important thing to do. But as a band, can you afford to do that? Not really, not not simply. So there's a couple of things, a couple of ideas that I've really got about how you can deal with that. But I think there are two sides to the whole thing. So there's what you post and how you deal with that. But then there's also what you see and how you deal with that. So firstly, sorry, my chair's very squeaky, by the way, if you can hear that. <laughs> firstly, what do you post? As a band, what do you put I think the the big rule, the big obvious rule here with whatever you're posting is don't be stupid, be real. People love to see you how you really are. So be real, be yourselves, be authentically yourselves. If you're a load of like idiots and you like nothing more than memes and just being stupid, be that way. If you're more of a kind of introspective and quite serious band, then be that way. Your fans will appreciate it. They want to know what you're really, really like. So be yourselves. Now, in terms of when you get negative comments, I think I put that more in the what you see um, side of things. So we'll come around to that. But I think that's really important. Just be yourself and don't be afraid to be yourself. I think you should try to avoid majorly controversial or divisive subjects. If you don't, you might lose some fans is the long and short of it. You know, it's the famous thing, isn't it? Politics and religion are very... Um, sometimes controversial topics and can really turn some people off you, off your band. So if you start saying stuff that some of your audience will disagree with, and you'll probably know it, you might lose some audience. Now, I want to caveat that there might be some causes and things that you believe in so strongly as a band that you have to say something. So climate change is a really obvious one that more and more people, I'm going to say rightly, sorry, sorry if you don't agree, <laughs> more and more people are getting on board with and supporting and saying something about. 
But you just, I guess you need to weigh up what you want to do because there are certain things that are going to just bring you flack. As I talk in the UK, Brexit is and has always been for the last five years a really, really controversial topic. It just divides everyone more or less in half and you just get angry and angerness on both sides. And if you're doing a Facebook page about a band, about a rock band, you might just want to avoid that kind of subject. Again, as I say, it kind of depends on the topic. You really just need to be going in eyes wide open with what you're doing. And it may be that your approach as a band is to write, is to post up some really edgy memes about the latest news. Again, just be careful about that. Just think twice about it because it may come back to bite you and that might just not be what you want. I think another dimension which a lot of bands are finding is Facebook groups. Facebook groups, um, I've done an episode about them before, but more and more bands have fan, pa- fan pages with their fans in, hopefully, um, where bands can, bands can talk to the fans and fans can talk to the bands quite directly and you can share news and thoughts and things that are happening. But a Facebook group has its own mini culture. I think that's true. So Facebook as a whole, has its own mini culture. Twitter as a whole has its own mini culture. But the interesting thing about Facebook is it has subcultures. So within each group, there is a certain way of talking. There is a certain thing that people find interesting. And you as a band, if you're running that group, you as a band run that culture. You control that culture within that group. So you have the power to decide what is posted. If you want, you can vet everyone's posts before they go up, or you can just let them fly and then you have to admin them. But you have to think about that carefully. What kind of culture do you want? Do you want a culture that's full of memes about all sorts of things? Do you want a culture that's just really friendly and supportive and things like that? It depends, I think, on the personality of the band. But you need to think about that. You need to go in eyes wide open about the culture of the group that you're running. So in a minute, I'm going to talk about what you see after the break. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. So I've talked about what you post and how you can control that. But then there's also what you see. A lot of social media is about seeing comments and seeing what people are posting about and seeing what's happening in the world in that kind of regard amongst your friends and family, but also bands and other businesses and things like that that you like. So... You have to be careful. I think you really do have to be careful with social media and what you see. A general, general, quite healthy tip for lifestyle is to limit your social media access for each day. Don't start your day accessing social media. Don't make that the first thing you do because it will control your mood for the entire day. Do something else first, whatever it is, whatever you enjoy doing. Spend some time with your children if you have them. Spend some time reading. Spend some time watching some random TV. I would honestly say, if you can help it, don't pick up your phone and just start scrolling social media. It really won't help. I think in these times of sort of lockdown where you can't go anywhere and it's just that little bit kind of harder, that's not going to help your mental health. That's just something to bear in mind. A large part of having a public page, a public presence on social media is that you will attract comments to what you're doing. So if you post up a song with a music video and you spent ages on it and it's great and you're really loving it the way it sounds, you're going to hopefully attract comments and likes. Now, I would anticipate that most of those comments, because they'll be fans, will be supportive and appreciative. But 
you've got to be prepared that not all of them will be. Not all of them will be positive. They might nitpick about certain aspects of a song or a video or whatever it is you're doing. And it's ha- what you do, what you can control is how you react to that and what you see. What you can't control necessarily is what other people are posting. It's a really important thing to bear in mind. What can you control and what can't you control? You've got to focus on the things that you can control. If you are finding that negative comments towards your band's page is really affecting you kind of in your in your mental health, then think about the way the band is approaching that. So if you are the social media guy, you're really good at posting great bits of content. Think about the idea that there could be someone else in the band who is the kind of person who reacts to comments, who shares ideas and, you know, says thanks for liking our song or, you know, whatever comment you kind of put on those kinds of things. And that could just be a way for you to avoid seeing these negative comments and embracing your mental health. I think genuinely your personal mental health is more important than your band. Controversial, maybe. I don't think so. But your mental health is more important than your band. So you've got to try and arrange your band in the way that supports that, especially around comments and things like that. Now, the opposite side of that is if you're the person who is reading through comments and you get some really nice positive comments from your fans, share them with the other band members. That will make your chats with your band members, your um, Instagram or your um, Facebook Messenger conversations with your band members a really positive place to be. You will have comments about people saying, I really like that song, that great, that chorus is amazing. Things like that. That is amazing. Share them with a the band because it'll really help you to push on and try new things and make steps moving forward as a band. How do you react to negative comments? What do you do when someone does write that thing that says this sucks or they're, you know, they're just a bit of a troll and they're just being horrible? Well, you've really got two options. Option number one is delete the comment. Option number two. No, there's three, three options. Sorry. Option number one is delete the comment. Option number two is ignore the comment. Option number three is to message them back. So option number one is to delete them. I don't think you should do this. This is an option, but don't do it. Never do it because bands will attract a reputation so the person who's posted it will notice their comments gone and they might send another comment saying that my post has been deleted. And it'll look like to people that you're trying to hide things, that you don't want people's opinion about you out there. That's a terrible place to be. You don't want to be there. You'll get a terrible reputation. Avoid that at all costs. The better option, if you think that person is being a bit of a, an unreasonable troll and it's just they're just trying to be stupid, ignore them. That is the best policy. If you really don't know what to do, ignore it. It's fine. You've got more people who like what you're doing than don't like what you're doing. Hold on to the people who like what you're doing. The other option, if you think they're not being unreasonable, if they're writing something that sounds like a criticism, sure, but is, I think, from a good place, then you could try messaging them back, writing a reply and asking why they said that and what you can do to prove what you can do to improve what you're posting, for example. It's a more positive response, and I think it will lead to a a positive outcome for everyone. 
So it'll, it'll make you look good as a band. You're engaging with criticism. You're ignoring it. But it also does good because they might have a genuinely good idea. It may be that they're a videographer and they think you've done something in your video that maybe could just be better. And it could be that they've just got the perfect idea for you. Embrace that. Don't ignore it because, it'll again, it'll make you look good because you're engaging with comments. But it'll also do good because your, your content, things that you're posting, will just be better. Anyway, that was my collection of thoughts, doing lots of collections of thoughts at the moment, for toxicity and social media and how to engage with it and how to deal with it. So that is it for another episode of the Music Survival Guide. If you enjoyed it, then please do leave me a review wherever you're listening to this podcast, on whatever system you are listening to it. If you do write a review, please do let me know, and I'll, I'll try and I'll try and keep on track of reviews, but let me know, and I'll read it out in the podcast, and you can get yourself mentioned. Huzzah! Please also share it with friends and bandmates if you thought it was useful. If maybe you're struggling to deal with social media and lots of comments at the moment, share it with them and just have a bit of discussion about what you can do to improve that kind of side of the band. I really appreciate every single one of you. So if you're interested, I have a community on Facebook called the Music Survival Guide Community. Hop over there for chats about music and band life with other musicians and industry people. And I will see you next time.